So um, we celebrated earlier with these cocktails and cheers each other uh, to a momentous uh, episode, the 400th episode. Um, this podcast started this, the Addicted to Fitness the Addicted to Fitness podcast started back in June of 2016. Our first episode was in June Crazy. of 2016. Okay. Uh, but a little history. We actually, myself, started recording podcasts a few months before that. So, um, yep. believe it or not, Shannon wasn't the original host or co-host. I bum, should say. Bum, bum. That's right. Truth. So. To celebrate our 400th episode, we're going to give you guys a little blast from the past and talk to somebody who was there at the beginning, beginning of the podcasting days. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast. We are here, folks. It's the number 400. That's right. Episode 400. It's finally come. Uh, it's essentially been nearly eight years in the making, and it is finally here. And we want to thank you guys for joining us today. And if you've been listening to us over these nearly eight years, we want to thank you for all your dedication, uh, all your ratings and reviews. And if this happens to be your first podcast, well, you picked a good one. Uh, but if you haven't given us a rating review, please do so um, in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Also, share one of the 400 episodes that we have with a friend that helps us kind of spread the good word of fitness. And that's what we're always asking for you guys to do for us. And, of course, give us a follow on Instagram at the ATF Podcast. So, as I said, number 400, and we're all about celebrating and reminiscing on today's podcast. So, with that said, we are going to cheers one another. Cheers to you, co-hosts. Clink. Clink, clink. These are, these are figmentative. Clink. Clear. Yeah, here. I know we need like some cheersing glasses. I know I need to have like a sound effect, like a cheer sound effect. Um, we are actually going to uh, give you guys a little review of some non-alcoholic cocktails or drinks. Let's say non-alcoholic drinks that we had earlier to celebrate the 400th episode of the ATF podcast. Uh, we've done some non-alcoholic taste tests before. Mm -hmm. So over the years, back uh, in the podcast, as you guys know, over, over 400 episodes, we've had time to uh, taste test non-alcoholic spirits. Mm -hmm. um, we've tasted CBD drinks. Um, I think we've been, I mean, really like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ap adaptogen? Apodogenic? Is that a word? Adaptogenic, I think is what you're trying to say. Adaptogenic, yeah. Like yeah. mushroom. I know mushroom coffee or mushroom. I think golden latte, the turmeric latte. I remember tasting one of those. So uh, I know it's kind of veering off the realm of non-alcoholic drink, but we have tasted those uh, over the the years of the podcast. But today, this uh, in to mark our celebration, we actually got four different uh, types of uh, alt cocktails or non-alcoholic beverages. So we actually, three of them are from this company that Shannon found. What's this one called? Nope. Nope. 
Yep. <laughs> so I guess it kind of uh, lays it all out there. Um, so unlike uh, some, I guess, like uh, near beers or non-alcoholic beers that have a small bit of alcohol in them, these have no alcohol in them whatsoever. So as I mentioned, the company is named Nope, and they uh, had three different types of uh, varieties that we uh, sampled. So uh, we're going to go over the samples or the types of uh, variety of, that they provided. And we did one from Sierra Nevada. It's called Hop Water. Um, or actually, they call it Hop Splash. I had it recently before as like an alternative to essentially non-alcoholic beer. So, But this has, as I mentioned earlier, zero alcohol. So what is the first one we're going to take a look at? Um, I think we're going to just start with, we'll start with the boldest color. Now, why? I mean, this is something, I mean, we got these at Target. I mean, this is something I, I wouldn't have thought we'd be able to see or find at Target, uh, you know. They've become a lot more popular, though. Everybody's really? Everybody's getting into, so it is dry January. So everybody coming off the holidays and they're feeling uh, maybe a little bit like they overdulged in some things. And dry January is, I think, increasingly popular. Yeah, I've heard a couple of people mention it. Yeah, it's it's become less of a like select group and it's now become a very popular thing. Now, I don't know whether dry January goes into dry February or if people are like, you know, by like the 22nd, they're like, yeah, let's just give up that dry January thought. Mm -hmm. But I also think that the more you see and hear about people who've experienced a lot of stress and anxiety, if anybody didn't know this already, alcohol is a downer. Mm -hmm. Alcohol makes you feel more kind of slow and chill and sad sometimes i think people are just getting tired of that and like right. there's some that are looking for healthy alternatives or they're looking for alternatives that can help them perform without adding to their anxiety and stress yeah so there's a lot more companies out there this one caught my eye because it was women owned uh-huh us women owned um, and I mean, a lot of, a lot of like the alcohol companies are getting into the game now, yeah. which is how you know that there's some, there's some money to be made. I mean, we saw like, we had a whole end cap, it was all end cap in Target yeah. at the end that had non-alcoholic wine, these yep. non-alcoholic cocktails, non-alcoholic beer. I mean, which, Guinness is putting out a non-alcoholic beer They now. could have just put their entire juice aisle as dry January because that's essentially what these are. Right. For the, these three that we got. Yeah, exactly. But a right. lot of them. Yeah. Like we, you know, all the cocktails. Yeah. That's yeah. We, we picked up. Um, so we looked at there. There are different types of non-alcoholic drinks. So wine companies have actually started making de-alcoholed wine. Uh-huh. Sounds like fruit um, No. No. But, like, all of them are still loaded with sulfates and mm -hmm. preservatives and all that crap. So, I'm not interested in that. I have seen a lot of, like, these little, like, they almost look like tinctures or, like, little drops 
that you're supposed to add to, to like juice or water or things like that. Is that like the seed lip that we had before? No, it's oh. like, it's, I see it all the time on Instagram. It's one of the things that caught my attention. I was, I almost went to try them recently uh-huh. because I have like, there are some people out there that are are really searching for the non-alcoholic wines that actually taste like wine. Um, you know, the spirits, the 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 faux spirits. That's what we've previously sampled on this True. podcast. Yep. So we tried Seedlip was one yep. of them. Um, and I mean, I think those are those have been around a little bit longer. Then you, you get into like the adaptogenic ones. Mm-hmm. So that's more of what I think I'm seeing, like the little droppers. They're combinations where they have flavor, but they also have adaptogens and, you know, some of them are herbal. So they're a kind of a combination of things um, so that you can just kind of drop them in a drink and it's going to give you that sort of taste profile and feeling of maybe like a cocktail you might know a cocktail yeah yeah so we went the super available and very easy and relatively affordable i feel like this is is like a glorified thing of soda um pre-mixed like canned mocktail drinks yeah that's essentially what we went yeah. for i thought this is clever though i mean like i, I like the branding and nope you know because they have like little sayings on there it's like <laughs> want to make a late night online shopping mistake nope and then you're like because so it talks about flavor notes and things like that so it's <laughs> like clever branding. On this one i would say want to wake up with a misspelled face tattoo nope <laughs> mm-hmm. so like i said i think it's definitely clever branding and marketing so um, but I think there, we, we know there's more than that. It's going to, mm-hmm. people need more than just good marketing in order to, uh, to really enjoy something like this. So they had three flavors in the pack that we got for the Nope brand. And we'll talk about the, the Sierra Nevada hop splash also, but they had black cherry sangria, mm-hmm. mango margarita with jalapeno yes. and watermelon chili mojito mm-hmm. yep so as we said like uh, the most the one that has the most calories is the uh, mango margarita jalapeno it had 90 calories 19 grams of sugar essentially is the only real thing that's producing the, the calories in these uh, 35 calories, 7 grams of sugar for the watermelon, and then the black cherry sangria had 7 grams of sugar, 45 calories. So, lo and behold, out of those three, what was your favorite? Mine was the mango. Yeah. Mango margarita with jalapeno. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that it was under 100 calories for, you know, a a cocktail or something like that. I mean, we tend to drink, or especially I tend to drink maybe what people might call dull cocktails anyways. Like I like the clear alcohols because Uh I consider those the safe ones. I know that there's a lot less additives and usually they don't screw with my stomach like the ones that have tons of juice and sugar and all Mm -hmm. these other things in them. So I go for like the gin or the vodka or things like that with just like soda water. Yeah. <laughs> and a squeeze of lime. Like that is 
that's pretty much my drink. Um, I liked then that this was not a ton. It still has 19 grams of sugar, and it was the highest of sugar of the three, mm-hmm. highest of calories of the three, but it was still not too bad. Wasn't super sweet. Like, I will, I will agree. I know, like people like White Claw and all that stuff, but it tastes really sweet to me yeah. still. And also, I like that these are what I call the tiny bubbles. Mm-hmm. It's not so fizzy. Like, right. it still did make me a little bit uh, bubbly tummy, kind of burpy, but it was not bad. Mm-hmm. It was nothing like beer, and it wasn't even anything like those really, like, seltzer, tan, alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is carbonated water, cane sugar, lime juice concentrate, natural flavors, fruit and vegetable juice for color, and xanthium gum. So... Short list, not too bad. I would say that was our number one pick, and I agree with you. I like that. I liked the little bite jalapeno at the end. Now, between the uh, black cherry sangria and the watermelon chili mojito, I would say I like the watermelon chili mojito second. I don't know about you. I don't know if you were a fan of the watermelon flavor. Um, I would say that if was... You had to pick these two. I'd say that was probably my third of them. The watermelon, eh? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll your opinion. I I like the black cherry a little bit better because um, I felt like it had more flavor. Mm-hmm. And the watermelon chili mojito sort of tastes like a washed out, watered down. Okay. Like it was very, there. there was some lime flavor in there. There, I appreciated that it was not a strong, like syrupy, fake watermelon taste. Right. But I, it was almost like that watered down, almost cucumber taste. I, I, I wasn't digging it. Like right. the sour cherry, the, the black cherry, yeah, the black cherry was sour. Yeah, it was pungent. I would. It, it's like, and I guess it's probably a take on sangria. And it was I think like I a would, pucker kind of. I I would situation. say probably. I don't, don't drink a lot of sangria, but I would say it was kind of. Uh, a sour sangria for sure. So these were definitely, I would say, uh, they definitely pack a lot of flavor. That's for one thing for mm-hmm. sure. You know, like I said, we talked about the uh, the margarita one being the most uh, highest in calories and sugar. These other two, you know, half the calories and essentially half the sugar too. Um, so, and, and we look at the black cherry sangria, Um, Besides carbonated water, water, sour cherry juice concentrate, blackberry juice concentrate, lime juice concentrate, natural flavors, fruit and vegetable juice for color, cane sugar, xanthium gum, dark cherry, dark sweet cherry juice concentrate. So a lot of natural things, it sounds like. So that's why I think they're uh, uh, definitely a good alternative. Now, our final one that we had, like I said, this is from Sierra Nevada. It's called Hop Splash. I've had one of these before, and it was just essentially like carbonated water with hops in it, like the smell of hops. And if you're a mm-hmm. beer drinker, you know what the smell of hops is. You know how it's integral for for beer, and some beers have more than others. And, you know, IPA is especially hoppy. Um, but I thought it was a pleasant substitute to for beer, honestly, um, because, you know, there are some actually decent, like, uh, non-alcoholic beers out there now that basically try to smell, to taste exactly like beer. I think Heineken 0.0 is really good. I actually had a non-alcoholic Guinness. It wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. 
But I discovered this because of 0% alcohol um, and I mean 15 calories, maybe 10 calories for the other one I had. So this one was a different take and it sounded good. It really, really uh, interest, piqued my interest because it was with real fruit juice, citrus. So I'll read you what it had. Water, grapefruit juice, concentrate, blood orange juice, concentrate, hops, crystallized orange, crystallized grapefruit, and carbon dioxide. So I don't think they need to factor that in on your label list, but they do. Um, so three <laughs> grams of total sugar from the concentrates. But I was really excited for this. And then when we opened it, I, I did give it a good sniff. And I was like, huh, maybe, maybe my nose is kind of deceiving me. So I let the girls taste it. Yep. And smell it. And uh, no, it was my nose was not deceiving me. It smelled like. It smells like sweaty socks. Yeah. And so, it tastes sort of like sweaty socks. And I, I, I agree. You know, I was trying to, trying to like it because I love grapefruit. I love the hop water that I had before um, from them. So it was just. It was just not good. I don't know what it was. The combination of hops and grapefruit or citrus makes a, a weird, smelly, like wet laundry smell. Um, so it was not good. I'm it's sorry to bad. report. Um, I think this is good. The hop splash is good. If you just get the plain flavored one, I've had it and I, I think it's good. And I think beer drinkers would like it as a substitute, as a non-alcoholic substitute. But this one, I have to advise against. Hop splash citrus is a no-go, folks. Yeah. So um, we celebrated earlier with these cocktails and cheers each other uh, to a momentous uh, episode, the 400th episode. Um, this podcast started this, the Addicted to Fitness the Addicted to Fitness podcast started back in June of 2016. Our first episode was in June Crazy. of 2016. Okay. Uh, but a little history, we actually, myself, started recording podcasts a few months before that. So, um, yep. believe it or not, Shannon wasn't the original host or co-host, I bum, should say. That's right. Truth. So, to celebrate our 400th episode, we're going to give you guys a little blast from the past and talk to somebody who was there at the beginning, beginning of the podcasting days. Episode, we're celebrating episode number 400 and i Whoa! thought no better way yeah no better way to bring back the man that would basically help start the addicted to fitness podcast way back when it was called the ett rap show um i don't even know if you were there for the name change or not but uh i mean yeah i followed it enough to know that it changed all right yeah, but yeah. the guy he's joining us today is tyler knox the former co-host of the podcast so Thank you, Tyler, for doing this. I know it's been a long time coming, too overdue for us to reconnect. Uh, but I would figure no better way to celebrate this milestone than go back and talk to one of the people that was there when it first started. Yeah, no, dude, thanks so much for having me. Like, it, When I got your text that you were getting to your 400th, like until you just said it out loud, I didn't really fathom how, how monumental that is, considering... <laughs> like, Back when we started, I was just like, you know, we just like started to do it after we would do some some training together, right? Uh -huh. And yeah, man, can't believe you're on 400. That's amazing. Congrats. Yeah, 
Yeah, I never thought we would get here either. Like I said, I know kind of pick up the mantle. Obviously, Shannon's been the co-host from, uh, you know, almost like 380 episodes at least. So it's like, um, wow. it's just, it's just, and we've gone through so many different things and like I said, tried out so many different things. And it's just, uh, it, it's just amazing to see how much we've done, you know, and uh, it, it's still, I get to talk to a lot of interesting people like, you know, it's, it, it, it's still, uh, that's still kind of something that kind of blows me away when we're, we're re- people reach out to us. And unfortunately I'm not, uh, I don't have a lot of time to respond to everybody or get everybody on the podcast, I should say. So, but um, it's always amazing to see the people we've had on like over the last, I mean, it's been, this is starting essentially the eighth calendar year. We actually started in 2016. Ooh. And now we're in 2024. So it's like, man, we're, we're going on almost eight years. Dude, how crazy is it to think like back then it was, it was like nothing pretty much. We're just like talking to each other. Yeah. No audience. Right. <laughs> we're, we're just doing like things like eating those dried crickets, you know, and reviewing yep. them, right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And now, and now you have to turn away guests. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, sorry. I, I don't have time. That's a, wow. yeah. I know, I know. I like I said, and I and hopefully we'll get to the point when one day we have some sort of a you know media manager that can kind of you know do our booking for us. You know, right now we're still the uh, even after eight years, the mom and pop shop, the really uh, real, you know, and like the actual mom and pop shop. So it's like the literal, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but like you said, I mean, back in the day, just thinking about kind of. We did it essentially. We did. I remember doing mixing up bulletproof coffee in your kitchen yep. at your house, yep. Yep. you know. And then the kind of one of the things that we had a little bit of an annual uh, workout was the Girl Scout Cookie Challenge. I don't know if you remember that in your backyard, mm-hmm. also. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed to theme that obviously, like I said, we worked when you and I were co workers when I wasn't doing full time personal training. Um, and then so your house was obviously usually the, uh, the go-to studio and or uh, workout location. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Podcast location and great backyard for working out. Exactly right. Yeah. So that was, uh, that's the thing. And, uh, you know, looking back over the years, it kind of, you know, it's, I wouldn't say it's, it's evolved, right? It's not, I wouldn't say it's not, it's any less fun, but it's just evolved to a different kind of fun, right? Sure. You know, my antics aren't as, uh, I would say like a circus-like as they used to be. So not, a, not as um, loose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not trying as many new things. No, no real weird taste tests as of yet. Even though I think vegan protein bars are pretty disgusting, I'd rather definitely <laughs> eat some sort of uh, insect opposed to that. But it's just personal preference. Sure. Um, but yeah, but like I said, over the years, man, the topics we've discuss- discussed and gone through i'm very very happy with uh what we've done so what are any other memories that you have from the beginning and obviously want to catch up with you about what you're doing now for for your health life yeah yeah yeah. so some of the the main memories are just being trained by you with justin who was also another guy that we worked with in my backyard and it's for those of the listeners that don't know we used to work outside in the summer heat carrying around like 40 pound backpacks of you know liquid pretty much yeah yeah so you're exhausted by the end of that day and then nick would come over and train us for another hour and it just like 
hot summer sun in the afternoon. Luckily, there's some shade from the oak tree out back, but like just wanting to throw up the entire time. <laughs> but it, I mean, that's the stuff that that sticks with you. Like it's, it's like the fun camaraderie part of fitness that yeah. um, it's weird. It's like a it's a dichotomy. Like you strive for that. You want that feeling of inclusion and that like, hey, we made it through this together. But then the second you don't have it, you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's so hard. Like, I don't want to do that again. So I'm at that stage with my fitness where it's the it's the new year. So now's the time to make a new, like get back on track. I've been not on track. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually hit the gym today for the first time for the year, first time for the year. Um, I did hurt myself in the fall, uh, just running. We, we signed up for a 5k and just training. I, I messed up. I tweaked my foot and it's mm-hmm. still, it still hurts. So that's, I mean, that's one thing that's kind of plagued my fitness life is just, I, I get to a point and then eventually I hurt myself doing something either stupid or just like, it just, you know, overuse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that sets me back. And then I, then you kind of start that cycle again of, man, I was so fit. It was so hard to get there. And then you're just, you see that fading away on the horizon of like, oh, it's going to be so hard to get back there. And that's where I was for the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting the new year, um, my wife and I are doing, we're trying to do dry January. So we're not going to, we're not going to drink. I did my first fast ever, just 24 hours, but I've never fasted. Um, just wanted to try it out. I'm actually doing it now. I'm just doing a liquid until tomorrow dinner. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about fasting? Do you ever do it? Uh, like I said, I, I would say I do it on, I guess, like a, a micro scale, which is basically it's like people would probably say you do fasting on a micro scale. That means you're not fasting. But uh, yeah. uh, so I try to do like a, uh, a basic, uh, I probably the last thing I eat during the day is 8 p.m. between 8 and 9 if I'm realistic. And then I won't eat till 9 or sorry, 10 a.m. the next day. So it's like, sure. so, so anywhere from about a 14 hour fast overnight. So usually like 14, eight or no, four, sorry, 14, 10 hour mm-hmm. fast. Like sometimes if I want to, I can push it, but you know, it's just, it's, I don't have a, I'm always usually a lot hungrier at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not that hungry when I wake up in the morning. So it's that that's the the extent of my fast. I haven't done any too much longer than that for any real dedicated time to it. But I've heard great things from different people, varying kind of results. And I, I definitely don't think there's any uh really problem with it. I don't know if it's like the silver bullet, but I don't oh, think yeah. there's any issues with yeah, it. Yeah, that's don't i mean i don't want the listeners to get it twisted like that's not why i did it i did it to, uh-huh. as almost like a mental challenge to to be able right. to do it i've never done it and then it's very odd you you almost go back to this weird primitive brain as you start getting hungry and and i've actually noticed like i'm i'm at home working i have a fridge right behind me and how many times my brain when i reach a little bit of stress from work just goes oh let's just go grab a snack just just go snack on something that always makes you feel a little bit better, you know, a little mouth mm-hmm. pleasure. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it, it kind of gives you that weird, like evolutionarily we would be going from meal to meal, right? You're always trying to find that next meal. Now that we mm-hmm. have a surplus, 
we don't ever have to feel hungry in the first world, right? So we never have to feel hungry. So it's actually a kind of like cool exercise to feel hungry and just get in touch with what you, those emotions actually feel like. Right. Because like I said, I had never experienced it before to that extent, really, other than right. when you're sick and you're just not eating and you just don't right. feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just like you, that's, that is a great concept and like a, a very kind of explanation you put about, you know, in the first world where we have almost an abundance of food and typically, especially abundance of not very nutritious food. Um, we never really have to want for food. So we don't know what hungry feels like, you know, yeah. we're never truly hungry. I mean, there's people, you know, we can, they say you could probably go safe. Well, you could probably survive for up to 30 days without food. You yeah. know, obviously water is a different story, but I mean, you think about 30 days, somebody can survive without food. And then yeah. you, some people, they were like, well, I can't go three hours or things like that. It's like you, you could, you just, that you've got, like, like you said, conditioned to the point where your body to your brain is signaling say, Hey, you haven't eaten in a while. Go ahead and eat now, eat now. Because like you said, it's still associated with the idea that at any time, you could be starving. So you might yeah. as well <laughs> save up now, you know? For sure. It's like the body always wants to be at homeostasis, right? So yeah. like, as you start to veer off, you're like, oh, I'm getting a little hunger pangs. Okay, I'm going to eat. And then you feel better again, right? So like we've we've grown accustomed in, in society now, like when we start to feel a little bit off, we want to fix it right away. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know, play with it a little bit. See see what you're made of almost like i i don't want to give anyone bad advice here by the way i'm no expert uh i'm in it now <laughs> yeah well that's the thing i want to get more into what you're doing now not very professionally so that we're going to catch up but uh i think we've always said in the podcast and i've said it over the years is that you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. that's really the key to making progress in a lot of different phases of life you know, like in, in fitness and health is one of them. It's like, it, it's not easy to cut your calories to lose weight. It's not easy to do progressive overload if you're trying to like, as far as weight training to, to gain muscle or even with like flexibility training, doing things like, you know, sitting in a, a doorway with your leg up there with trying to, you know, doing a, a standing not a split, but a 90 degree angle with your legs and stuff like that. Like all those things are challenging, but if you want to reach or you want to progress, if you want to advance, you have to go through the uncomfortable stuff to get to a place where uncomfortable is now longer challenging. You know, that's yeah. your comp. Now your uncomfortable zone is your comfort zone. Yeah. All right. So, it- but, but you don't want to get too comfortable wherever you are, right? You always want to be pushing it. Right. Never like, get too that, comfortable. Yeah, it's it's a tough conflict. Like I said, we were kind of talking beforehand before we started recording about, you know, uh, I've always been a big advocate of martial arts and, you know, it's one of those things and, you know, getting back into jujitsu right at, you know, 38 and now I'm 40. It's, it's like, you know, I feel it, you know, and I try to, <laughs> I try to probably keep up too much, you know, because there's no age you know, sure. we don't ask each other's age when you go to roll. You're like, hey, you're in this class. I'm in this class. Let's do it. You know, it's like I'm rolling against 25-year-olds that weigh 40 pounds heavier than me. It's like it's it, it's it's tough and you want to keep up, but you get sometimes you that's why hopefully with knowledge and with age, you get a little bit more wherewithal to 
know when to push it, know how you can get outside the comfort zone when you want to, but also make sure that you maintain so you don't get injured. So that's kind of the, and that's the idea for anything. Obviously with diet and nutrition, in most senses, you can't, uh, you can, you could hurt yourself if you're doing some very extreme things for diet and nutrition, but we have things like a 24 hour fast or even, you know, a three day fast, as long as you're hydrated. I haven't heard any issues with that. So obviously that's one thing you can always consult a physician with in <laughs> certain circumstances you should do. So, but exercise is a big thing about, you know, basically progression, you know, you got to start at floor number one before you can get to floor number 10 and going in the right, correct trajectory or the correct path in order to get to that next level is crucial. Yeah. What, what did you think about me saying that? Like, as you either you're hurt or you kind of slowed down with staying on top of your workouts, like seeing the the horizon getting further and further of where you were and that just totally making you feel dejected and like yeah the self-hate that you start to feel is like working out is obviously physical but there's so much mental at play that you Mm -hmm. have to overcome to get to like the you you want to be Mm -hmm. and it's just stuff that i'm that i'm now starting to see I'm 36. So 36 is when I, f- when I started to feel like I can't keep up, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it got, yeah. it got hard, you know? <laughs> um. So yeah. And like now I'm finally like hitting these things and I've had, I have to like rethink about my lifestyle. Like, Oh, I can't just drink beer every weekend. Oh, that's weird. I yeah. love beer. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's just one of those things, like you said, and, and it hits everybody at different times and, it's just the ability to process it like, hey, this is just the next phase of the life of your life. And it's like, as long as you can say there's all but they're it, trying to and it's hard to to just give straight advice about this. That's why I know Shannon would be a lot better person to, mm-hmm. you know, she this is her what her background and training is. It's kind of like the mental aspect. Uh, but for my personal thing, just like I said, just turning 40, it's it. it you got to do a lot more of the preventative kind of preventive work now when you get older, right? It's the, you got to put more of best time into mobility and flexibility training. You know, you got to invest more work into your sleep habits. You know, it sounds weird, but you got to, you know, you got to, and in reality, like you said, I mean, you're talking to a guy who, you know, used to be like Frank the tank from old school, you know, I could, <laughs> you know, just, I saw just the pictures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just, it, but now that's, that's, I would not, I wouldn't even dream of doing that now just because, you know, I just can't, can't keep up with it or so as long as you, and I know it's one of those things about if you accept the phase as it's just the next part of your life. And the thing is that you don't, the, I know you kind of the comparison you put about the horizon getting further and further away. That's kind of a, that negative feedback loop that Shannon and I were actually talking about it recently that you got to kind of take yourself out of, which is hard. It's easier said than done, but you got to have positive self-talk. You got to say, hey, um, you know, uh, 
even though I didn't get my workout in this morning, I'm going to do this at lunchtime or this at nighttime. So you got to have a backup plan to all your, your, you got more backup plans. That's kind of, that's another solution to fitness as you get older, especially you know? with kids. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. So it's like, you got to uh, forgive yourself if you don't do this one thing, but don't let yourself off the hook by doing something, even if it's 10 minutes of stretching or, or a 10 minute walk with the dog or whatever you can do. So it's like, you just can't, it, it, it's like I said, easier said than done, but don't think about that horizon being moving farther away. Just think about the horizon is going to be in the same place the next day and you got to get to it that day. Sure. Sure. You know, yeah, like yeah. I said so. It's it, it's just the, the I know with with me we on one thing we do on the podcast we've done it you know for years now is training recaps is just saying hey what did you do your train what do you do for training this week oh I got to the gym for two strength trainings got in a sauna session got one jujitsu in but you know I felt like crap Thursday morning so I rested longer and just stretched later that day so it's like every week we do the recap because it usually changes week to week. You know, I'd like it to be the same. I'd I would love to do two strength trainings, two jujitsu sessions, a Peloton session and a long stretch session on Friday. I would love it to be every week like that, but it doesn't happen that way. So you just got to realize that's the way it is. And you got to be able to adapt to the changes as they come. For sure. Um, I'm sure a lot of the people that you work with, uh, especially people that are just, you know, my age or older, not, not some of the young, younger clientele, but I'm sure most of the older people have desk jobs. Am I correct on that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's interesting because you, you mentioned, you know, we were talking about a little bit, I do work with a lot of athletes too. So, I mean, I work with uh, golfers from, for, uh, from high schoolers to college to, you know, semi-pro. So it's, and some that are, you know, you've seen your golfers too. Um, so there is a good mixture of desk jobs and people that are kind of athletic or, or, or still in the athletic phase of their life. So it's a, it's a good mixture, but yeah, I definitely work with a lot of people that, uh, that are, you know, work office jobs. Sure. So this is pretty much my first quote unquote office job, nine to five thing that I have now. Um, and for the listeners, I, I don't live in Florida anymore. My my wife and I had a, a son, um, and we're we're both from up in Pennsylvania. And we once we had our kid, we our plan was to always move back and be around family. So we moved back up uh, right outside of Philadelphia, and now we have two kids. So life got even tougher. Um, but yeah, th this is the first time where I've had a job where the majority of my day is sitting or standing. I have a standing desk and I see you standing and it made me feel like an idiot for sitting. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like it, it makes a difference. Like I can feel how much I sit. I can feel my posture gets bad. My hips are super weak because you're not using them when you're sitting, you're not engaged. Right. And then, but what I notice is when I stand, I start taking on these weird slouch positions. So I try to do some, I just try to alternate. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, that is that I think, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know what the percentage is, but there is a large percentage of office workers now. So, or, you know, now stay at home workers, especially nowadays more than ever. Yeah. Um, working from the couch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like I said, Shannon, you know, obviously the other the host on the podcast, my wife, she works from home. So it's like, 
she, you know, we've done a podcast about her treadmill. I think you can see it over there in the corner, her desk yeah. treadmill, you know, that goes right under the desk. Oh, so, so I mean, like things clutch. like that. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, it's um, talking about opportunities to train. She has a lot less than I do. I mean, obviously it's my part of my job. So I get to do, you know, kind of demonstrate exercises and things like that. But I also have a lot more time to build it into my, my daily routine. So it's yeah. it, it's something that you just got to find um, basically kind of your what you're passionate about as far as exercise. And basically the key to that is, you know, what you can do on a on a kind of a regular basis. Regular is also obviously adjustable, but something you can do consistently that you enjoy doing and that you can do kind of without fear of being injured. Um, so that's something that you got to discover and then you got to see how it adapts to your life. So it's like, those are all really challenging things to discover, but it, those are kind of what's necessary to having that consistent, you know, repeatable exercise routine, fitness routine. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, so, and it's the new year, new us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I say. And like people every, every year have the, the goal to be in shape and it's a very noble goal. And it's, a, you know, it's obviously it's, I think everybody should have that goal and, you know, hopefully they, they have it they, they revisit it throughout the year. Cause I'm mean, sure you're going to fall off the wagon a little bit for lack of better terms. And you just got to just get back up to, cause like I said, if it's a, it's a marathon, it's always going to be changing and evolving as you age um for in a good way it's not a bad thing i know people think it's a bad thing but it's just it's just evolution you know and in a in a small scale in a small time frame that your fitness evolves as you age and it has to you know it's uh we're not if you try to be do things like you're a 20 year old you're going to get injured and then that's that's really where you kind of can lead to different things like huge health problems when you're injured because then you're at, you're very inactive and then that's can lead to even further problems and things like that so the key yeah. is just some sort of movement on a regular basis and to do it safely uh and on a consistent basis so that's kind of always what we prescribe so what are you gonna do what are you thinking i know you said you went to the gym so you know we're kind of coming to the end of today's little snippet of you jumping on but i think we can do this on a regular basis now that we know know that you know, you're, you still got your, uh, your good podcast voice. So uh, <laughs> what do you, what do you, uh, your plan for as far as exercise wise? I know you said we went to the gym, but elaborate. So, uh, like I said, first time back this year, so I'm not trying to win any medals here. So okay. I went to the gym today and I always do it in the afternoon, like late in the afternoon at my office, almost no one's there at the gym. So there's a tip for your your listener. If you're at an office building and they have a gym, use it. But if you don't want to work out in front of people, find those weird times to go. So I yeah. go at like three. No one's there. I'm having a great time. I'm listening to my music. Um, I just did bicep curls today, triceps, um, uh, like lat pull downs, uh, quad extensions, or uh, yeah, and hamstrings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamstring. Um, a little like uh angled squat rack kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm focusing on lighter weight, but but purposeful, like um 
kind of tension throughout. I, I forget what, what the word is for that, but the, there's like a ten, tension. Right. Like, so time under tension is a there concept it is. about There yeah. it is. <laughs> um, so I was focusing on that today. Right. And then uh, I just did some, uh, I held a, a ball and I did some, some lunges. Mm-hmm. Um, so total body, it sounds like. Yeah. Total body to that. I just needed to get back into it and feel it. Yeah. Um, and it honestly, like at the end of it, I, I was a little unimpressed with how like tired I was, but I was stoked that I actually did it. Yeah. Cause that, that's the, that's the hard part is getting back, not meeting your mental goal of what you should be at, but just doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just build on it. So that's my goal is to, I'm not at the, I'm only in the office once a week. So my goal now is I need to try to continue to do it at home mm-hmm. like I did when the pandemic first started. So I was crushing it at the gym five days a week when I was in the office. I was in some of the best shape I've been since I was like, you know, 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like COVID hit and then you're stuck inside. And, you know, we had two kids at that point. So you're trying to like deal with kids, but also work and you just i just lost all motivation at that point and then um i think i want to try to get back into running again but i i'm i'm re- always afraid to hurt myself yeah. especially with running like i've always had bad knees i'm 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 a really tall guy i'm 65 um knees have always been a problem so i i don't know i'm not i'm not close enough to run yet I'm, I'm not going to try that yet. My foot's still hurting me a little bit, but. Yeah, I yeah. think, you know, I mean, I haven't done long distance running in a while, you know, and like I said, I definitely don't have the same frame as you. So it's, I know I work with someone closely who has similar frame to you and he loves running too, but he, it's, it's a challenge because it is, it is hard on your body. And especially for other people's you know, other certain, you know, people with the, the certain frames, it's even harder. Sure. Um, so my recommendation to you is just going to uh, start researching some basically thorough stretching and mobility routines for runners because they're out there. They're, they're, they're very doable. I mean, I would recommend that to you if you before you start running, but you know, cause I think yeah. that's something to add in that everybody should have and talking about getting older. We need, that's what we're probably going to need. In addition to strength training, you definitely need resistance training as you age, but um, mobility and flexibility is something that's going to, I know we were talking about a little bit about, you know, the importance of hip mobility for golfers. Well, hip mobility is important for everybody. Sure. You know, and yeah. talking about that demographic of office workers, nothing kills your hip mobility more than sitting for long periods of time. So it's, it, it's something that obviously for hip mobility for golfers, but for someone for not for, but for runners, hip mobility is big, but also knee mobility, ankle mobility, flexibility, and Achilles, calf, quad, glutes, things like that. That's all huge. So um, yep. that was something that I would recommend. Even be, you can just do it almost as prehab work. Like if you do want to get into running, you got to start working on that mobility, flexibility before you even you know start venturing to doing long distance running. So yeah, uh, that would be my recommendation for something. If that's what your desire is to do is to start uh, putting in a little bit of homework now in order to get to that point. Yeah. I think I also want to incorporate more hit workouts in my day to day, just, Mm -hmm. you know, tough, but short 
and mm-hmm. you can set aside 20 minutes to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, and by you, I mean me, I, I need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like you said, that, and that's a thing and we talked about it, touched on it earlier. You just find the time, even if it's 10, 15, 20 minutes, don't think that's not enough time to work out. It's enough time to get a good workout in. Obviously, you can get some intensity, some intense workouts if you do hit. But even if you just stretch for 20 minutes or you do a peloton for 20 minutes, it's all it's all cumulative. You know, it all adds up, right? So it's like it's it's not it's not bad to just do 20 minutes workout because the alternative is like, oh well, I got to work out for an hour. Well, you don't have an hour in your day, so you're just going to do zero. Yeah, what's better 20 or zero you know yeah. so it's like you gotta you gotta meet yourself kind of give yourself a little a uh, little grace i guess for lack of better words and just do it you know yeah. don't think you could, every workout has to be an hour to hour and a half you gotta work out when you can especially as we get older as we've gone through the eight years this podcast started way back in 2016 you know we gotta that it's gonna change just like the podcast changed our fitness changes and it's a good yes, sir. it's a good thing to look forward to. Dude, I am so stoked that you've made it 400 episodes. <laughs> I'm I'm stoked that you had me on. This is awesome, dude. Yep. Like I said, I think we're going to we're going to do this again on a regular basis just because like I said, it's not only good to connect to with an old friend like you, but also because I think we can have good conversations like we had today. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good, buddy. All right, Tyler, thanks again. Thanks again for being there in the beginning and coming in and joining us for number 400. Of course, man. Anytime. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed that blast from the past. Uh, It was great to catch up with Tyler. Um, The original, but not the best. Oh, thank you. Good save. Good save. So, um, guys, um, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Please leave leave us a rating review. Please follow us on Instagram at the ATF podcast and share one of the 400 episodes that you enjoyed with a friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got anything else for him tonight? No, I would just like to say congratulations again to us. Mm-hmm. 400 episodes is significant. That's very true. And hopefully you'll stick around for another special little tidbit. That we've got just for you guys. That's right. Some people, you know, it's a common common trend to stay to the credits, right? Or stay through the credits now. You'll be happy about it. Yeah, you might want to do that. This has been another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast. And like and follow the Addicted to Fitness podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks. I am going to have the taste testers. So, how about we we ask you questions and you answer? Okay. Okay, so... Do you remember what the flavors are? That one is cherry. Black cherry sangria. It's very sour and... Yeah. Yes, you have, to, you have to do some questions on them. Okay, so did you did you like the black cherry sangria? It is the sourest of them all. Yes. So... All right, then we have a watermelon chili mojito. Hmm. You remember that one? That one...
would be. It's one we thought tasted a little like cucumbers. That would be that would be second. Your second. That would be one? second. Mm-hmm. Well then we have um the mango margarita with jalapeno. Jalapeno? Uh-huh. It is in first place. Yeah. Do you like that? Because it's a little bit spicy, but kind of it's even. It's like amazing. And these are non-alcoholic drinks. You can buy them. We got them at Target. Yeah. Right. Right. Now we move on to the most worst of our the most worst. The the least favorite. Uh-huh. Hop splash citrus steaks like butts me. <laughs> Think. This is going with like sweaty socks or sweaty feet, but butts apparently mm-hmm. is the uh, is the ruling. Top word, the top word. And what what about the smell? That a great smell. It smells like bad socks that have been bad since you got them. Yeah. That have been on twenty smelly feet. You yeah. haven't washed them. Yeah. 